Tom, we're talking with you this week about buying second-hand goods. So do people get the same consumer rights when they're buying second-hand? Yeah, they do. The same Australian consumer law protections apply when you're making those purchases through a business. So I think of a lot of people know that you get certain warranties and things when you buy a second-hand car from a dealer. Uh, it's similar when you buy other second-hand goods, a second-hand TV from a shop or different things like that. You also get it. Okay. What are the things that people need to look out for when they're buying second-hand? Uh, the key point is if you're buying something second-hand, that's what's considered a private sale. So say, for example, uh, I buy a new bike and I sell my old bike. I don't run a bike shop. So that's just a private sale. If you come along and buy my old bike, it's a private sale. You don't get any of those consumer law protections and you don't get all those rights that come with it because I'm not engaged in trade or commerce. I'm, I'm, not a, you know, I'm not a bike salesman. If I'm selling 10 bikes a year, then maybe I'm looking towards becoming a bike shop. But those are just one-off sort of things. And we see that a lot with uh, people selling stuff on Facebook, you know, they're old or goods they don't need any anymore or that sort of thing, garage sales would also be included in those private sales. So if people don't have, um, you know, you're not buying from something like a shop front, um, are there other cases where people might be selling but they're actually engaged in trade and commerce and, and how, does, how does someone know? Yeah, it's, it's something you can't always be sure on because some private or some businesses try and operate like private sales to avoid those exactly those uh, consumer laws that would give consumers more rights when they're buying from them. But things to look for to see if they're a business would be firstly an ABN, Australian Business Number, that's registered. Um, you can see, you can ask, you know, will they give you an invoice? Will they give you a receipt? Um, do they, you know, is it GST included? Those sorts of things would pretty clearly make it seem like a business. But you could also just look at the history or volume of sales. You know, have they sold lots of things? And you can do that with lots of the online platforms. You can see other items by this person. And if Tom's Facebook has nine other bikes advertised, it probably looks like I'm running a shop then. Right, okay. So uh, a lot of people do buy things online from places like e eBay and uh, Facebook Marketplace. So it can be hard to tell whether it's a business selling those things or not. What should people do in that case? The main thing people should do is, is their homework, really. Check reviews about it. Um, some of those ones, especially where they're trying to operate just as a private sale or are a private sale, have a look. You know, Do they have some other uh, items available? Are there lots of comments? Are you able to check reviews? So the eBay, some of those platforms leave reviews. Um, you know, Are there lots of reviews? Do they have contact information for that trader is a key one to look out for. Because that can help us you know, verify if they're legitimate or not. If they don't have any contact details other than a Facebook, well, we know it's pretty easy. It's easy to set up a Facebook and it's also easy to disappear on Facebook. You can just block people. And if that's the only way you can get back in touch with them, that doesn't bode well if there's a problem with the goods you bought from them a few months down the track. True. So this is quite a big topic, so we'll talk about that a bit more, I think, in our next podcast. But coming back to private sales of uh, second-hand goods, if someone has bought something and it turns out that they have problems with the item, what can they do? It's very difficult when it's those private sales. Um, you still have some rights around the ownership. You know, I can't sell your bike. It has to be my bike to sell in the first place. But it's very much buyer beware when it comes down to the quality of the goods and that sort of thing. It's hard to establish, and that's why we put the question, is it worth it? Maybe it appears cheaper, 
maybe there's a reason why they're selling it for so much cheaper. If something does come up, you still always can contact the seller, try through the mechanisms that exist on there with the private sales, but you know, if you're with things like PayPal or eBay, you can use their dispute resolutions, which we'll talk about in the next, uh, next podcast. Same with credit cards, you can look at a chargeback option and things. If something's gone wrong, um, even though you don't have those consumer law rights, there's other protections there. Okay, so it is more of a risk with private sales, but can people still contact consumer protection for advice if they bought something that way? Yeah, definitely can still contact and I'd say maybe even do it before you click the buy button and we can give you those sort of warnings. Um, jump on the at Consumer Protection Western Australia or call our advice line 1300 30 40 54. We can't mediate so we can't provide that um, conciliation service when it's for a private sale but we can still give you some advice and tips on what to look out for.